0: Fantastic. All right. Well, I am truly excited to be speaking about networking within the organization. Um, There's a myth that internal networkers are known as brown nosers and um, this podcast is about to absolutely debunk that. Now, if there's anything that I want our listeners to take away today is that it is essential and paramount to network internally if you want to proactively build yourself within an organization. Um, So when people think about networking, I think simply put, is that your first thought is you're either speaking to somebody, you are emailing someone, you are texting people in and outside of the organization. But what truly is internal networking? Now, if you've never done it before, you might be asking, what is it? And how do I do this internally? Having said that, you know, through texts, talking that we do so naturally every day, external networking helps us grow our connections with people outside of the organizations. Whereas internal networking not only helps individuals add people to their professional networks, it has an added benefit of increasing productivity and engagement within the organization. Now, internal networking is something many of us do naturally every day, as I mentioned earlier. Um, Like external networking, internal networking is about building a group of people who know you and will help you as much as they can. Internal networking is talked about a lot less. There are many advantages for the employee as well as for the organization to internally network. And I think it's really down to all of us to have that or take that responsibility upon ourselves. But in this session, to help us evolve from from a passive networker to an active networker, I'm speaking to Alok Gupta, CEO coach, executive trainer, and founder of LSF Global. How are you today, Alok?
1: I'm very good. Thank you very much for that lovely introduction. And I'm quite excited about the topic because uh, uh, definitely, I guess, most of the work or most of the videos, podcasts, everything out there is about external networking. And there's very little material for our listeners on internal networking. But before this podcast, you gave me an amazing statistic, uh, Shalina, that was 85% of the promotions actually happen through networking internally.
0: That is an astounding figure. When I was reading that, it took my breath away because when I think about recruiters and internal recruiters, I mean, that's a different podcast Mm. on its own. But 85% is an astoundingly high figure what are people doing what is internal networking alok how does it work
1: yeah no absolutely um, what is internal networking so i think we are clear that we're not going to talk about external networking so guys if if that's something you want to learn about external networking maybe you wait for another podcast we'll we're cover that come, the
0: next time i the promise next time
1: absolutely this time we want to focus on people who want to grow internally now I want to bring about another category of people over here, that category of people which are called brown noses. that's a term you shared with me, now I did not know that term before you shared with me. Uh, The term I'm familiar with is people who do flattery, people who kind of lick the backside, right? Uh, (laughs) Boot licking, or whatever name you want to call it, there is that bunch of people who kind of grow with their certain kind of networking. What's your experience, Shalina? Have you seen these kind of people in your experience?
0: Well, you know, I've, I've, I've spent about 20, 21 years in the workforce in multiple companies. And um, if it's anything that I've learned um, is how you can... Not learn from your manager and how you can learn to be a great manager. Right. And um, yes, I've I've, I've absolutely um, seen a variety of different people where they didn't have the competence, but yeah. they had the 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 title. Um, right. And then I've also seen people with an extreme amount of intelligence and competence. Um, but didn't have the title. Mm. Um, the, and this is especially fascinating to me because um, the myth is that if you're able to communicate and if you're able to speak or have the CEO or the CFO on your right side of your shoulder, you're probably going to end up, um, you know, working in larger titles. Um, And I I truly want to be able to take this podcast to the next level Mm -hmm. to really look at how we can meaningfully build ourselves, um, you know, with with competence, but at the same time, meaningfully, um, you know, meet those demands of being able to network internally. So Take us through that a little bit, Alok. Tell us a little bit or give us a bit of a deep dive as to what it truly takes to be meaningfully or Mm. um, purposefully internally networking yeah.
1: and 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 that's a great point I mean say you know I, I I love those two words meaningful and purposeful and and to me everything I do needs to have a purpose and that's one of the core values of our company at LSF uh, where we will not take a client project without purpose we will not do an action unless there's a purpose over there. Uh, Sometimes the purpose is noble, but sometimes the purpose is practical. So we do need a purpose. And that brings me to the category of people you spoke about um, and you were alluding to people who are getting promotions without having the skills, without having the competence. Now the question is, is that kind of networking without meaning and purpose okay? My answer is yes or a certain kind of people. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say if you're a person, you know, who has limited skills, limited capability, and again, I don't mean in disrespect, people with low IQ, for example, right? They may want to have an IQ of uh, rocket scientist, but they don't, right? So I think they do need that godfather and godmother, and that's the only way they can navigate and stay and grow in the organization, mm-hmm. because they're limited with what they are gifted with, right? So. I absolutely think it's okay for such people who have limited IQ to kind of use the route and again it should be meaningful but you need to be on the right side of the boss so that's one category of people but there's a large percentage of people which I know you know use no meaning or no purpose just flattery or brown-nosing to grow and they're capable people but essentially they're lazy, they're complacent, they don't want to do the work, they just want to find the shortcut to get successful. To me, these are problem people Mm. because they're gonna bring the company down sooner or later. These people, when they get jobs of responsibility, these people, when they get big jobs, Mm -hmm. and you know, you can think of one of the leaders in the world right now who's bringing the country down, right? So, without (laughs) naming names over here, but look at the number of deaths and yes. that is an example of incompetence that's an example of not being a genuine authentic leader so the point which you need to remember my friends if you're a boss if you're a hiring manager and you like this person you well i, I psychologically, there are very few people who don't like to listen good things about them, right? So if you have somebody talking good about you, you like it, right? As a boss, I liked it. But you gotta be fair with your decisions because when that person who's incompetent gets in a position of power, they can create havoc for the organization. They can create resignation, staff attrition, Profit losses. You've got to be really careful when you promote these people, right? So, yes, the people which are harmless, and again, I'm using the word with low IQ, you know, you put them in jobs which are less responsible, which can create less destruction, if you like, in the company. So, that is one kind of people which we're not going to focus in the remaining kind of the podcast, but yes. Networking, which is just for the sake of networking, just to save your job, is okay for a certain kind of people. Now, let's come to what networking, meaningful and purposeful networking is. Now, to me, meaningful networking comes in two types of categories. So this is like a simple framework everyone can use, it's a very popular term in HR, but I'm going to bring it to life today. So it's called the 2A formula, right, A for Apple. What is 2A? The first A stands for attitude. Now when you're networking mm-hmm. with people, one of the opportunities you have is to meaningfully ex- bring to life that what do you stand for, what are your mm-hmm. principles, what are your values, mm-hmm. and that is the first day where networking should be about demonstrating your attitude, your personality, your, who is the person in that professional, that is the first day. The second A is about ability. This is about the professional, right? This is about the competence, the skills you have. So this is a simple framework which you can use to make your networking, Shalina, in your words, more meaningful and more purposeful.
0: You know, look, that's that's uh, brilliant. Um, the two A's, um, when brought together, um, sounds. Um sounds almost like a a perfect blend or a perfect marriage of being able to um, network correctly and with the heart in the right place and moving upwards now look i've i've seen a lot of people um, and and somewhat, I I might be in the same category, you know. Um, a lot of us uh, work behind our desks, mm-hmm. you know, between nine to five. In this case, in Hong Kong, <laughs> nine to nine. Yeah. Quietly, very passively, we come to work, we sit down behind our desks, and we believe that if we're doing a fantastic job, um, that we that we feel at the end of the day mm-hmm. we've done our jobs and we can go to bed. And sleep properly um, and not lose sleep over the day that we had Um, and but we forget the whole idea of um, the power of internal networking how can you tell our listeners today to move away from such a passive mindset to an active networking mindset
1: yeah no that's a great point and the example you give of people and there are lots of people like that who are kind of just hard workers and 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 again I'm going to use a controversial term they work like a donkey <laughs> right but nobody knows right. who they are they're kind of just working going away and one fine day when there's a list being pulling out um, uh, in the HR department or the CEO saying you know you've got to reduce 100 people headcount, and those people get knocked off the first time right? right and that's so sad Shalina because these people are putting their heart and soul and one fine day they're told they are no longer needed
0: that is a tough rule of being recruited in a company especially where you think you're doing a great job but really there isn't any personal presence or um A particular person's presence isn't necessarily being felt right but so many of us work in middle to large organizations Um, and we we were talking a little bit earlier prior to the recording of this podcast about being able to personally brand your work
1: yeah absolutely and you make a beautiful point and that that is where the solution is so number one i want to tell these people who are really working hard And if you're fired, in spite of giving your heart, soul, your life to the organization, I would say you are the person to blame. And here's why, before you come to conclusion what I'm gonna say. So this is a phrase, and you know, I'm a strategy man, and the first strategy I gave you was about 2A, and this is the second strategy coming your way. Remember this, this comes from the marketing world. A good product with bad marketing is a failure, A bad product with good marketing is also a failure, my friends. So what that means is that if you are a good product, which means you're a great performer, you're a hard worker, you are competent, skilled, but nobody knows about you, right? That department head in the other department which can possibly give you the next promotion has no clue who you are. Then how do you expect him to dream about you, right? And on the other spectrum, there are people who kind of are marketing themselves, but they have no substance. They have no skills, but they are the ones who are growing. So whose fault is it? Is it the boss's fault? Is it the organization's fault? And that's where I would say, you are the person to blame and you must take responsibility. And I'm not saying, blow your trumpet, I'm saying, make yourself visible.
0: That is fantastic. I love the fact that the former one was almost a blind spot that you uncovered. So tell people with these blind spots um, that you've now just uncovered, just because you do great work doesn't mean the other business head or other people in different units or in other branches ever hear of you, Mm. how, and I guess this is where we're going to spend the breath of the remaining of this conversation or this podcast, is do's and don'ts, hints and tips, Mm. and can we overdo it, and I guess this is where we want to debunk um, the idea of brown nosing. Tell us some do's and give us some don'ts. Right. Uh, Let
1: let me tell you some examples of what I've witnessed in my, you know, 25 years of career and people actually doing networking right and wrong. And I'll leave you to kind of categorize it as a do and a don't, right? And again, for people to understand and absorb and digest what I'm going to say, again, I'm a man of simplicity. If people can digest then for me, it's a waste of my time, your time, and I'd really value everyone's time. So the first category comes on the attitude. The first example is about networking. Let's say you are kind of in a cocktail party and you're drinking and you're saying that, you know, I'm really an honest man. To me, that is a claim which has no value and I'm going to think you are just blowing your trumpet and does not go well. So do's or don't?
0: That is a definite don't.
1: Absolutely. So you are not supposed to kind of... Do that now. What can you do to make the same point? So, let's say I am in that cocktail and I I talk about an example where a vendor came to me and he said, I'm going to give you 10%. Alok, and this actually happened. Give me that contract, and you know, I can give you that 10%, whichever way you like. Right? It can be kind or it can be monetary value, but you know, it's just a call it a success fee. Now, to me, I bluntly said no because that doesn't align with my value. I'm not gonna be lo- disloyal to my company who has given me everything, right? so. That is something which does not work with my integrity, and I'm not going to do that. So what do you think the boss who is listening to my conversation will think about me?
0: Well, firstly, I mean, I I, I think you told a fascinating story. It told me a little bit about you. It's a, it's an eye-opener. Um, so that's wonderful for listeners listening that if you are going to be speaking with peers, senior management, leadership teams, it's really truly about Telling a story that emotes, but the other thing is, you've also conveyed your personality, which is you're, a, you know, you have strong values, you've got great business ethic, and you're a negotiator. Something that others may not have even known about you. And guess what? Today you're speaking to, um, you know, a different person within the company. He could be a, you know, a, 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 a head, um, or he could be the CEO. And he's learned something about you that he wouldn't have mm. if you didn't have that discussion or that conversation.
1: Absolutely. And just to reinforce this point further, Shalina, I'm going to give you a simple analogy, uh, which again is going to help you remember this. So you saying you're Superman doesn't mean anything. That's right. But the person thinking you're Superman...
0: Is golden.
1: Is everything. It is. So let the person give you the title of Superman. Let the person give you a title that you're an honest man. But you saying honest means nothing. And that's why trust is built with the actions and the stories you tell, not the claims you make.
0: That is profound. Um, You know, so many of us um, can tell that story if we're given in the right, uh, if we're we're put in the right situation. And in your example, you said cocktail party. What are the other ways? Passive workers mm. um, can actually meaningfully um, network internally. Absolutely. Just give us two more examples, because sure. I think that we can take away. Um, you know, uh, you know, we can go away, take baby steps, and maybe take away two other examples, so that we Absolutely. can actually try and. Um, you know, actually put this into practice as opposed to taking away 10 other, you know, 10 other options that you might put before us. But tell us two golden ones um, so that we can take this away with us. Sure.
1: And the cocktail example is something very common. So in all the organization I've worked with, you know, this initiative is pretty much there. Uh, But that is not something I liked. (laughs) So personally, I would say I'm pretty good with social uh, attention. I'm pretty good at becoming the center of attraction, but not something I enjoy. Because I like stuff which has some... Substance, some meaning, right? So, this is what I used to really love. You know, you would have heard of a term called employee resource groups right? So essentially, this is nothing but these are self-organized employees who kind of create their own groups and they do uh, stuff like diversity kind of conversation. To do stuff like uh, speaking clubs, you know. They have stuff like, you know, a hiking picnic. Now here what is happening, you're having a certain amount of development, but what is rich is something else. What is rich is you get to show your capability so let's imagine you're in a diversity group and you know they're looking for a speaker who can talk on diversity and you really are a great speaker and then you take put up your hand and you said okay I'm gonna take up that section now everyone is thanking you because you know they needed some speaker and they were in a bad shape and you (laughs) said I'm gonna help you out and then suddenly you're speaking on the stage and they've got 10 bosses from different departments observing your power imagine how powerful that networking is without you trying extra hard without you doing any kind of funny meaningless networking you actually are doing something which makes your ability visible
0: that's really powerful really stretching yourself going out there going above and beyond uh, the normal course of your work and being able to contribute um, meaningfully that's that's fantastic Um, What's the other one that you would like us to take away? Right. Something a little bit more simple. Maybe a little less right. overwhelming.
1: Uh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no I, I get it. And that, that's potentially me because, you know, I love uh, sharing. I love teaching. And, and for me, presentation is something which comes naturally to me. And I mm. I'm completely respect It's not mm. something for everyone. Mm. But something which can come easy to a lot of people is, like, organizing stuff. Right. Mm. Uh, So, yes, you can't be the actor in the show, but Mm. what stops you being the producer? Mm. Right. Mm. And that is something which does not need too many skills. You can just start with putting three, four people together Mm. and you start having something which is more driven by purpose. What does that mean? So one of the things which I used to do a lot is charity events which was in collaboration with the CSR department, the Corporate Social Responsibility Department. And we used to go out to different events to support students, to support charities, to support different old age homes. Now what is happening is that you are getting people who are passionate about the same thing. But then you are doing something which is driven by purpose does not mean you don't exchange notes, does not mean you don't tell stories about your work, does not mean you don't understand their stories. And suddenly you realize that you are serving food, but the person serving food with you is the head of a business of another department, or better still, maybe it's the CEO. And that's a great time where you actually are doing team building with the CEO. What better than being driven and connecting with purpose which is a noble cause.
0: I have to say that these two examples have been um, absolutely brilliant. Um, it takes me away from the whole idea of pantry talk and you know, that elevator pitch that I have to absolutely be under 100% pressure. You can if still I do listed. the pantry talk. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Uh, it's good yes. to have quick thing. But... Pantry talks and elevator talks, you know, they they can break the ice. Yes. But they can't help you go deep with the relationship.
0: I agree. What you have suggested is really more about personal branding and personal marketing. Um, it's, this has been invaluable. I hope that the listeners listening to this can actually see some very practical ways of self-marketing um, and being able to then b- build a visibility um, for themselves. Now, I also want to... You know, give everybody a bit of a nugget um, in this session. Um, how do you prepare people to build an internal network of themselves? And I think this is a golden moment for all of us to be able to to listen in. Um, you know, if we want more help beyond the tips that you've shared today, and we want to come through to you, Alok, um what would that look like?
1: Sure. No. Thank you for asking that question. How do I help people? So. Number one, I I want to reinforce the fact that there are two kind of people. There are people who kind of teach with research, which are based on books and the stuff they read. There are people who teach with experience, which is based on the life they have lived, right? Uh, I feel both is an extreme which does not do justice to the learner. Because the person with experience is not able to articulate something which another one can apply. And the person who is talking about theory may not have practical examples. I'm in the middle. And I bring my experience to life and turn it into strategies like you have found 2A today, like the other strategies of the product and marketing. I bring the strategies which you can apply. So I do this in three ways, Shalina. If there are a group of 1,000 people, then I do my keynotes, and that's how people get to learn about the strategy I have to offer. And that kind of brings a certain amount of energy, which you know people love. It's kind of a different, it's contagious energy when it's crowd. But clearly, COVID-19 is with us, so now they have turned into webinars of maybe not 1,000, but maybe hundreds. The second group of people that the second st- uh, technique I use is training. Now, training is a little bit deep, where I have groups of 10 to 20 people, and then we do a lot of facilitation, group sharing, and I bring this to life. Now, today we are doing virtual training, so I'm trying to do groups which are about 12 or smaller. And the most important thing is coaching. Now, that's my favorite, where I work with the individual and it's tailored to the needs of the individual. One thing I really do different in my coaching is, I try not to duplicate anything. If that person already knows which I want to teach him, I totally change the agenda. And here's a quick example. So I was running a coaching session recently with one of my client and and the agenda was to teach them about positioning yourself. Mm -hmm. But then she totally changed the subject because her pain at the time was approaching large senior stakeholders. And I threw my agenda listen carefully, my agenda out of the window because for me, her agenda was most important. Mm -hmm. And that is something which is restrictive for most trainers and coaches because they're limited with the content they're about to teach. Mm -hmm. For me, that doesn't matter. For me, there's only one agenda, the agenda of the client in front of me. And after that, when I taught her how to approach senior stakeholders, she was blown away. Because I not only created the whole story and examples of how to approach the clients, but I also empowered her with the strategy. And here's what she did. Mm. She became such a big fan of what I shared with her. She not only dissected that video because it was a virtual session. She sent that that training to whole team members and gave her points and comments. So she replicated my work. So think about this. One person got coached and 10 people got benefited.
0: That's marvelous, that's wonderful. So I hear um, everything about the tips and hints that you provided us today. You helped us change our mindset from moving from passive to active. You told us how you can help with personal strategy. Where do listeners find you?
1: Well, very simple is my name. So if you know, my name is Alu Gupta. Uh, and my website is the same. So it's A A L O K G U P T A dot com. And you can Google me as well. Uh, so I'm available on all the popular uh, social media platforms. So whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, or facebook you're going to find me there yes i'm i'm still getting my head around the the young ones like instagrams and the pinterest so but these three ones i'm pretty much active so i would love to interact with you if there's a question i can help with you please reach out uh, my website is alogupta.com that is alogupta.com
0: Well, thank you so much. This has been an invaluable chat, both for myself and I'm sure to all the listeners out there. We'll definitely bring you more podcasts in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. Thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Shalina. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found this work useful, please go ahead and share it with someone who can benefit from it. Remember this, my friends this is not something you learn in school. It took me 25 years of career journeys learning from mentors and coaches to find and distill these techniques. And now I want more and more people to benefit from it. So it will really mean the world to me. If you can hit that subscribe button, put a comment and share it with someone who can use it. Thank you.